Welcome to ReachMD. This medical industry feature, titled Treating Relapsed Refractory Multiple Myeloma with a Triplet Therapy, is sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb. This program is intended for U.S. audiences only. To view the information presented during this program, please visit reachmd.com slash mattis. That's M-A-T-O-U-S. Here to talk about pomalist, pomalidomide, is Dr. Jeff Mattis, who was paid a fee by Celgene, a Bristol-Myers Squibb company, for participating in this program. Here he is now. My name is Dr. Jeff Mattis from the Colorado Blood Cancer Institute in Denver, and I see many patients with multiple myeloma every day. The treatment landscape for myeloma has evolved rapidly in the past few years. Because of that, it's important for me and the medical community to stay up to date on currently approved therapy options that may benefit our patients. One of those treatments I use as a foundational therapy is pomalist, either as part of a doublet regimen in combination with dexamethasone, or as a triplet regimen with dexamethasone and daratumumab for patients who have received prior lenalidomide and proteasome inhibitor. Before we review the efficacy and safety data for a pomalist-based triplet regimen, let's review some important safety information for pomalist. Pomalist pomalidomide is a thalidomide analog indicated in combination with dexamethasone for adult patients with multiple myeloma who have received at least two prior therapies, including lanolidomide and a proteasome inhibitor, and have demonstrated disease progression on or within 60 days of completion of the last therapy. Pomalist plus dexamethasone plus daratumumab is indicated for the treatment of adult patients with multiple myeloma who have received at least two prior therapies, including lanolidomide and a proteasome inhibitor. Information about pomalist plus dexamethasone plus daratumumab does not appear in the pomalist prescribing information, PI. Please see the daratumumab full PI for complete discussion of important safety information at www.darzalex.com. Important safety information boxed warnings. Warning, embryofetal toxicity and venous and arterial thromboembolism. Embryofetal toxicity. Pomalist is contraindicated in pregnancy. Pomalist is a thalidomide analog. Thalidomide is a known human teratogen that causes severe birth defects or embryofetal death. In females of reproductive potential, obtain two negative pregnancy tests before starting pomalist treatment. Females of reproductive potential must use two forms of contraception or continuously abstain from heterosexual sex during and for four weeks after stopping pomalist treatment. Pomalist is only available through a restricted distribution program called Pomalist REMS. Venous and arterial thromboembolism. Deep venous thrombosis, DVT, pulmonary embolism, PE, myocardial infarction, and stroke occur in patients with multiple myeloma treated with pomalist. Prophylactic antithrombotic measures were employed in clinical trials. Thromboprophylaxis is recommended and the choice of regimen should be based on assessment of the patient's underlying risk factors. Please listen to important safety information throughout this podcast and see the full prescribing information for a pomalist, including boxed warnings, at www.pomalisthcp.com. Pomalist was studied in a Phase three multicenter randomized open-label trial of pomalist plus low-dose dexamethasone versus high-dose dexamethasone in patients with relapsed refractory multiple myeloma who had received at least two prior treatment regimens, including revlimid, generic name lanolidomide, and bortezomib, 
and demonstrated disease progression on or within 60 days from the last therapy. A total of 455 patients were enrolled in the study. Some key exclusion criteria included serum bilirubin greater than 2.0 milligrams per deciliter, AST, ALT greater than 3.0 times the upper limit of normal, and CRCL less than 45 milliliters per minute. The primary endpoint was progression-free survival, or PFS. A secondary endpoint was overall survival, or OS. Treatment continued until disease progression. Patients were randomized in a two-to-one fashion so that 302 patients received pomelist plus low-dose dexamethasone and 153 patients received high-dose dexamethasone. Patients in the pomelist plus low-dose dexamethasone arm received 4 milligrams of pomelist orally on days 1 to 21 of 28-day cycles with 40 milligrams of dexamethasone once daily on days 1, 8, 15, and 22. Patients in the high-dose dexamethasone arm received 40 milligrams of dexamethasone once daily on days 1 to 4, 9 to 12, and 17 to 20 in each 28-day cycle. Patients older than 75 years of age received 20 milligrams of dexamethasone with the same respective dosing schedules. Patients receiving pomalist, as well as any other patient with a history of deep venous thrombosis or pulmonary embolism, were required to receive prophylaxis or antithrombotic treatment. In the study, the majority of patients, 94%, were refractory to revlimid, lenalidomide. 79% of patients were refractory to bortezomib, and 74% were refractory to both revlimid and bortezomib. To access the full prescribing information for Revlimid, including boxed warnings, please visit revlimidhcp.com. Study results demonstrated a 30% reduced risk of death for pomalist plus low-dose dexamethasone versus high-dose dexamethasone. The median OS for pomalist plus low-dose dexamethasone was 12.4 months with a 95% confidence interval of 10.4 and 15.3 months. For high-dose dexamethasone, the median OS was 8 months with a 95% confidence interval of 6.9 and 9 months. The hazard ratio was 0.70 with a 95% confidence interval of 0.54 and 0.92. The p-value was 0.009. The OS data cutoff was March 1, 2013 and was based on the intent-to-treat population of 455 patients. For the primary endpoint, pomalist plus low-dose dexamethasone doubled the median PFS of high-dose dexamethasone. The median PFS for pomalist plus low-dose dexamethasone was 3.6 months, with a 95% confidence interval of 3.0 and 4.6 months, versus 1.8 months for high-dose dexamethasone which had a 95% confidence interval of 1.6 and 2.1 months. The hazard ratio was 0.45 with a 95% confidence interval of 0.35 and 0.59. The p-value was less than 0.001. The PFS data cutoff was September 7, 2012. 
Both PFS and OS were based on the assessment by the Independent Review Adjudication Committee, RAC Review, at the final PFS and OS analyses. Recently, there was a study proving the safety and efficacy of a pomalus-based triplet regimen in patients with relapsed refractory myeloma. Pomalus plus low-dose dexamethasone was studied in combination with daratumumab in a trial of 103 patients without a comparator arm. This trial led to the FDA approval of this pomalus-based triplet regimen. The median patient age in the trial was 64 years, and all of the patients enrolled had previously received Revlimid. 89% of the patients enrolled in the trial were refractory to Revlimid, while 71% were refractory to Bortezomib, and 64% of patients were refractory to both Revlimid and Bortezomib. Patients received 4 mg of Pomalist once daily for days 1 through 21 during a repeated 28-day cycle in combination with 40 mg of low-dose oral or intravenous dexamethasone per week. In addition to Pomalist and low-dose dexamethasone, patients received 16 mg per kilogram of daratumumab as an intravenous infusion weekly for the first eight weeks, every two weeks from weeks 9 to 24, and every four weeks from week 25 until disease progression. On days with a daratumumab infusion, patients received 20 milligrams of dexamethasone as a pre-infusion medication, with the rest administered the day after the daratumumab infusion. Patients who received a reduced dose of dexamethasone received the entire 20 milligram dose before the daratumumab infusion. A reduced dose of dexamethasone at 20 milligrams a week was given to patients older than 75 or to patients with a body mass index, BMI, less than 18.5. Patients in the trial were treated until disease progression. Now that we've reviewed the study design and dosing information, let's dive into the efficacy results and safety profile for Pomalus plus low-dose dexamethasone in combination with daratumumab. 59% of patients studied in the trial achieved a response with pomalus plus low-dose dexamethasone in combination with daratumumab, with 42% reaching a very good partial response or better. The overall response rate was 59.2% with a 95% confidence interval of 49.1 and 68.8. The overall response rate was comprised of a 7.8% stringent complete response 5.8% complete response, 28.2% very good partial response, and a 17.5% partial response. The median time to response was one month, while the median duration of response was 13.6 months. The median time to respond range was from 0.9 to 2.8 months. The median duration of response range was from 0.9 plus to 14.6 plus months. Patients in the study were treated for a median of six months, and 13% of these patients discontinued treatment due to adverse reactions. The median treatment duration range was from 0.03 to 16.9 months. The most common adverse reactions occurring in at least 50% of patients treated with pomalist plus low-dose dexamethasone in combination with daratumumab were neutropenia, 95%, lymphopenia, 94%, thrombocytopenia, 75%, anemia, 57%, infusion-related reactions, 50%, fatigue, 
50%, and upper respiratory tract infection, 50%. Other adverse reactions included cough, 43%, diarrhea, 38%, constipation, 33%, dyspnea, 33%, nausea, 30%, muscle spasms, 26%, pyrexia, 25%, back pain, 25%, insomnia, 23%, arthralgia, 22%, vomiting, 21%, dizziness, 21%, and chills, 20%. Grade 3 or 4 hematologic adverse reactions that were greater than 20% included neutropenia, 82%, lymphopenia, 71%, anemia, 30%, and thrombocytopenia, 20%. The overall incidence of adverse reactions was 49%. Serious adverse reactions reported in greater than or equal to 5% of patients included pneumonia, which occurred in 7% of patients. There are certain warnings and precautions to keep in mind when using daratumumab. The first warning and precaution involves infusion reactions. Healthcare professionals should interrupt daratumumab infusion for infusion-related reactions of any severity. Permanently discontinue the infusion in case of anaphylactic reactions or life-threatening infusion reactions and institute appropriate emergency care. The second warning and precaution is interference with cross-matching and red blood cell antibody screening. Daratumumab binds to CD38 on red blood cells, RBCs, and results in a positive indirect antiglobulin test, indirect Coombs test which may persist for up to six months after the last daratumumab infusion. Type and screen patients prior to starting treatment. Inform blood banks that a patient has received daratumumab. The third warning and precaution is neutropenia. Monitor complete blood cell counts periodically during treatment. Monitor patients with neutropenia for signs of infection. Consider withholding daratumumab until recovery of neutrophils. A fourth warning and precaution is thrombocytopenia. Monitor complete blood cell counts periodically during treatment. Consider withholding daratumumab until recovery of platelets. A fifth warning and precaution is that daratumumab can interfere with the determination of complete response and of disease progression in some patients with IgG kappa myeloma protein. The last warning and precaution is embryofetal toxicity. Since it can cause fetal harm, advise pregnant women of the potential risk to a fetus and advise females of reproductive potential to use effective contraception. The results of this trial show that pomalist plus low-dose dexamethasone in combination with daratumumab is a treatment option for patients who are refractory to Revlimid and who have received a prior proteasome inhibitor. Some patients may not be a candidate for a triplet regimen. For those who are likely to benefit from a doublet, Consider using pomalist in combination with low-dose dexamethasone, an all-oral regimen for relapse refractory multiple myeloma. To learn more about the overall survival and safety data from the Phase three trial for pomalist plus low-dose dexamethasone, please visit pomalist.com. The results of both pomalist plus low-dose dexamethasone and pomalist plus dexamethasone in combination with daratumumab support the use of pomalist as a therapy in patients with relapsed refractory multiple myeloma who have received prior lenalidomide 
and a proteasome inhibitor. Now, let's review some important safety information for Pomalist. Pomalist has boxed warnings for embryo-fetal toxicity and venous and arterial thromboembolism. Embryo-fetal toxicity. Pomalist is contraindicated in pregnancy. Pomalist is a thalidomide analog. Thalidomide is a known human teratogen that causes severe birth defects or embryo-fetal death. In females of reproductive potential, obtain two negative pregnancy tests before starting pomalist treatment. Females of reproductive potential must use two forms of contraception or continuously abstain from heterosexual sex during and for four weeks after stopping pomalist treatment. Pomalist is only available through a restricted distribution program called Pomalist REMS, venous and arterial thromboembolism, deep venous thrombosis, DVT, pulmonary embolism, PE, myocardial infarction, and stroke occur in patients with multiple myeloma treated with pomalist. Prophylactic antithrombotic measures were employed in clinical trials. Thromboprophylaxis is recommended, and the choice of regimen should be based on assessment of the patient's underlying risk factors. Contraindications for pomalist. Pregnancy. Pomalist can cause fetal harm and is contraindicated in females who are pregnant. If the patient becomes pregnant while taking this drug, the patient should be apprised of the potential risk to a fetus. Hypersensitivity. Pomalist is contraindicated in patients who have demonstrated severe hypersensitivity. For example, angioedema, anaphylaxis, to pomalidomide, or any of the excipients. Contraindications for daratumumab. Daratumumab is contraindicated in patients with a history of severe hypersensitivity. For example, anaphylactic reactions to daratumumab or any of the components of the formulation. Warnings and precautions for pomalist. Embryo-fetal toxicity and females of reproductive potential. See boxed warnings. Males. Pomalidomide is present in the semen of patients receiving the drug. Males must always use a latex or synthetic condom during any sexual contact with females of reproductive potential while taking pomalist and for up to four weeks after discontinuing pomalist, even if they have undergone a successful vasectomy. Males must not donate sperm. Blood donation. Patients must not donate blood during treatment with pomalist and for four weeks following discontinuation of pomalist therapy because the blood might be given to a pregnant female patient whose fetus must not be exposed to pomalist. Pomalist REMS program. See boxed warnings. Prescribers and pharmacies must be certified with the Pomalist REMS program by enrolling and complying with the REMS requirements. Pharmacies must only dispense to patients who are authorized to receive Pomalist. Patients must sign a patient-physician agreement form and comply with REMS requirements. Female patients of reproductive potential who are not pregnant must comply with the pregnancy testing and contraception requirements, and males must comply with contraception requirements. Further information about the Pomalist REMS program is available at www.celgeneriskmanagement.com or by telephone at 1-888-423-5436. Venous and arterial thromboembolism. See boxed warnings. Patients with known risk factors, including prior thrombosis, may be at greater risk, and actions should be taken to try to minimize all modifiable factors. For example hyperlipidemia, hypertension, smoking. Thromboprophylaxis is recommended, and the choice of regimen should be based on assessment of the patient's underlying risk factors. Increased mortality with pembrolizumab. In clinical trials in patients with multiple myeloma, the addition of pembrolizumab to a thalidomide analog plus dexamethasone resulted in increased mortality. 
Treatment of patients with multiple myeloma with a PD-1 or PD-L1 blocking antibody in combination with a thalidomide analog plus dexamethasone is not recommended outside of controlled clinical trials. Hematologic toxicity. Neutropenia, 46%, was the most frequently reported grade 3 or 4 adverse reaction in patients taking pomalist in clinical trials, followed by anemia and thrombocytopenia. Monitor complete blood counts weekly for the first eight weeks and monthly thereafter. Patients may require dose interruption and or modification. Hepatotoxicity. Hepatic failure, including fatal cases, has occurred in patients treated with pomalist. Elevated levels of alanine aminotransferase and bilirubin have also been observed in patients treated with pomalist. Monitor liver function tests monthly. Stop pomalist upon elevation of liver enzymes. After return to baseline values, treatment at a lower dose may be considered. Severe cutaneous reactions. Severe cutaneous reactions, including Stevens-Johnson syndrome, SJS, toxic epidermal necrolysis, TEN, and drug reaction with eosinophilia and systemic symptoms, DRESS, have been reported. DRESS may present with a cutaneous reaction such as rash or exfoliative dermatitis, eosinophilia, fever, and or lymphadenopathy with systemic complications such as hepatitis, nephritis, pneumonitis, myocarditis, and or pericarditis. These reactions can be fatal. Consider pomalist interruption or discontinuation for grade 2 or 3 skin rash. Permanently discontinue pomalist for grade 4 rash, exfoliative or bullous rash, or any other severe cutaneous reactions such as SJS, TEN, or DRESS. Dizziness and confusional state. In patients taking pomalist in clinical trials, 14% experienced dizziness, 1% grade 3 or 4, and 7% a confusional state. 3% 3% grade 3 or 4. Instruct patients to avoid situations where dizziness or confusional state may be a problem and not to take other medications that may cause dizziness or confusional state without adequate medical advice. Neuropathy. In patients taking pomalist in clinical trials, 18% experienced neuropathy, 2% grade 3 in one trial, and 12% peripheral neuropathy. Second primary malignancies. Cases of acute myelogenous leukemia have been reported in patients receiving pomalist as an investigational therapy outside of multiple myeloma. Tumor lysis syndrome, TLS. TLS may occur in patients treated with pomalist. Patients at risk are those with high tumor burden prior to treatment. These patients should be monitored closely and appropriate precautions taken. Hypersensitivity. Hypersensitivity including angioedema, anaphylaxis, and anaphylactic reactions to pomalist have been reported. Permanently discontinue pomalist for angioedema or anaphylaxis. Adverse reactions for pomalist plus dexamethasone. The most common adverse reactions for pomalist greater than or equal to 30% included fatigue and asthenia, neutropenia, anemia, constipation, nausea, diarrhea, dyspnea, upper respiratory tract infections, back pain, and pyrexia. In the phase three trial, nearly all patients treated with pomalist plus low-dose dex experienced at least one adverse reaction, 99%. Adverse reactions greater than or equal to 15% in the pomalist plus low-dose dex arm and greater than or equal to 2% higher than control included neutropenia, 51%, fatigue and asthenia, 
47%, upper respiratory tract infection, 31%, thrombocytopenia, 30%, pyrexia, 27%, dyspnea, 25%, diarrhea, 22%, constipation, 22%, back pain, 20%, cough, 20%, pneumonia, 19%, bone pain, 18%, edema peripheral, 17%, peripheral neuropathy, 17%, muscle spasms, 15%, and nausea, 15%. Grade 3 or 4 adverse reactions, greater than or equal to 15% in the pommelist plus low-dose dex arm, and greater than or equal to 1% higher than control, included neutropenia, 48%, thrombocytopenia, 22%, and pneumonia, 16%. Adverse reactions for pomelist plus dexamethasone plus daratumumab. The most common adverse reactions greater than or equal to 20% included neutropenia, 95%, lymphopenia, 94%, thrombocytopenia, 75%, anemia, 57%, infusion reactions, 50%, fatigue, 50%, Upper respiratory tract infection, 50%. Cough, 43%. Diarrhea, 38%. Constipation, 33%. Dyspnea, 33%. Nausea, 30%. Muscle spasms, 26%. Pyrexia, 25%. Back pain, 25%. Insomnia, 23%. Arthralgia, 22%. Vomiting, 21%. Dizziness, 21%, and chills, 20%. Grade 3 or 4 hematology laboratory abnormalities included neutropenia, 82%, lymphopenia, 71%, anemia, 30%, and thrombocytopenia, 20%. Drug interactions for pomelist. Avoid concomitant use of pomelist with strong inhibitors of CYP1A2. If concomitant use of a strong CYP1A2 inhibitor is unavoidable, Reduce pomelist dose to 2 milligrams. Use in specific populations for pomelist. Pregnancy. See boxed warnings. If pregnancy does occur during treatment, immediately discontinue the drug and refer patient to an obstetrician-gynecologist experienced in reproductive toxicity for further evaluation and counseling. There is a pomelist pregnancy exposure registry that monitors pregnancy outcomes in females exposed to pomelist during pregnancy as well as female partners of male patients who are exposed to pomelist. This registry is also used to understand the root cause for the pregnancy. Report any suspected fetal exposures to pomelist to the FDA via the MedWatch program at 1-800-FDA-1088 and also to Celgene Corporation at 1-888-423-5436. Lactation. There is no information regarding the presence of pomalidomide in human milk, the effects of pomalist on the breastfed child, or the effects of pomalist on milk production. Pomalidomide was excreted in the milk of lactating rats. Because many drugs are excreted in human milk, and because of the potential for adverse reactions in a breastfed child from pomalist, advise women not to breastfeed during treatment with pomalist. Pediatric use. Safety and effectiveness have not been established in pediatric patients. Geriatric use. No dosage adjustment is required for pomelist based on age, 
Patients greater than 65 years of age were more likely than patients less than or equal to 65 years of age to experience pneumonia. Renal impairment. For patients with severe renal impairment requiring dialysis, reduce the recommended dosage to 3 mg orally daily. Take dose of pomalist following hemodialysis on hemodialysis days. Hepatic impairment. In patients with mild to moderate hepatic impairment, reduce pomalist dosage to 3 mg orally daily and to 2 mg orally daily in patients with severe hepatic impairment. Smoking tobacco. Advise patients that smoking may reduce the efficacy of pomalist. Cigarette smoking reduces pomalidomide, AUC, due to CYP1A2 induction. Please listen to important safety information throughout this podcast and see the full prescribing information for pomalist, including boxed warnings, at www.pomalisthcp.com. Information about pomalist plus dexamethasone plus daratumumab does not appear in the pomalist prescribing information, PI. Please see the daratumumab full PI for a complete discussion of important safety information at www.darzalex.com. I hope you found the information on this video valuable. As a reminder, please visit pomalist.com for more information or contact your local Celgene representative. This program was sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb. If you missed any part of this discussion, please visit reachmd.com slash industry feature. This is ReachMD. Be part of the knowledge.